At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is My Guys in the Desert. Femi Abebefe filling in for Stormy Bonantoni over the next 60 minutes. we got a fun show for you guys here on this Wednesday, August 17th. Make sure to tweet at the show because we want to hear from you guys. At VEASAN Live on Twitter, at Femi Abebefe is where you can find me. Once again, a trio of terrific guests on the program this afternoon, Danielle Alvari, host of the LA City Cast, in 15 minutes. Danielle is crushing it with the WNBA bet, so we'll get her take on the playoffs, which tip off tonight, and also some leans and plays for game one tonight and tomorrow night. Steve Buchanan, DraftKings contributor at 2.30, talking all things baseball on today's card. Sides, totals, team totals, player props, you name it, he's got it. Chuck Esposito of Stations, the sportsbook director out there, helps us close out the show in 45 minutes as we discuss some interesting NFL stage of elimination props they have over at Stations. But before we get into all of that, let's get into the top five stories that you need to know as a better. Starting off with number one, King James inks a two-year extension. LeBron James comes to terms with the Los Angeles Lakers earlier this afternoon, a two-year $97.1 million extension with Los Angeles. Now James, over his career, has $532 million in guaranteed money, which stands to make him the highest paid player in NBA history. His contract includes a 15% trade kicker as well. James will not become a free agent until after the 2024-25 season, which he will be 40 years old at the time. LeBron has 
outlasted Father Time, but we'll see if he makes it all the way till 40. The Lakers, as their season-long betting profile, 45 and a half is the win total, plus 750 to win the West, 16 to one to win the finals. LeBron James, you see him 18 to one to win MVP. The number two story that you need to know is that we are getting closer and closer to a potential Deshaun Watson settlement between he and the league. This, of course, coming to you from Aaron Wilson of the Pro Football Network. He said that the NFLPA and the league have been active in settlement negotiations. Sources express optimism that a deal will get worked out. This could come down maybe this evening or tomorrow morning at some point. The Wilson is reporting that Watson side has become increasingly open to a settlement because the belief is that Peter Harvey, who was the designee from the NFL, could potentially drop the hammer on Watson for the suspension as the league is appealing Judge Sue L. Robinson's six-game suspension that she levied just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we'll see what happens here with the situation in Cleveland, but for the preseason, Cleveland a two-point home underdog against the Philadelphia Eagles, total of 37.5, and then week one, we know the Cleveland Browns are visiting the Carolina Panthers, where they are one-point dogs because of the uncertainty of Deshaun Watson. We, we know pretty much that he's not going to be playing in that week one game, but he could see the field at some point in 2022 pending a settlement or a ruling from Peter C. Harvey. The number three story that you need to know is that Drew Locke, grand opening, grand closing. Yesterday afternoon, we said on this show that Drew Locke was taking reps with the first team. It was then shortly reported afterwards that he would be the starter in their Thursday night game against the Chicago Bears. But unfortunately, Drew Locke has tested positive for COVID-19, so he will miss tomorrow night's game against the Bears. So that gives Geno Smith another chance to start in the preseason and maybe get a leg up on Locke in this quarterback competition out there in Seattle. Geno Smith was able to start the first game against the Pittsburgh Steelers, both guys leading touchdown drives in that loss to Pittsburgh. The Seahawks are three and a half point favorites right now over at DraftKings, total around 39. That line came down two points after we learned that Drew Locke had tested positive for COVID-19 and would not be playing in the game. The number four story that you need to know is that there's an unhappy two-time reigning defending MVP in Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, a little upset with his young wide receivers here in training camp. We discussed Romeo Dubs and all the, the fun stuff about the potential rookie shining bright in Packers camp, but Rodgers, after a joint practice with the New Orleans Saints, said that the young guys have got to get better. they got to be more consistent. He said, quote, the young guys, especially young receivers, we've got to be more consistent. A lot of drops, a lot of bad route decisions, running the wrong route. We've got to get better in that area. If you keep dropping the ball, you're not going to be out there. Close quote. Some harsh words there from Aaron Rodgers. The Packers are three-point favorites at home against the New Orleans Saints coming up this week and the total at 39. But it makes sense. Aaron Rodgers, he's a timing quarterback, and he we said a lot that he takes a while to get some trust with some of these receivers. So we'll see if those guys get the message. And the final story that you need to know here on a Wednesday is that the WNBA playoffs tip off tonight. We'll dig into that with our WNBA handicapper Daniel Alvari in the next segment, but just to give you a quick rundown of the series prices over in the W, the Aces are the one seed. They're minus 2,000 against the Phoenix Mercury. Then the Chicago Sky minus 425 to win that series and advancing against the New York Liberty. Then you have the Connecticut Sun minus 750 against the Dallas Wings who are plus 500 the dog. The most contested series will probably be the 4-5 matchup between the Seattle Storm and the Washington Mystics. The Storm minus 165, the Mystics at plus 135. All right, those are the top five stories. And because today is a Wednesday, otherwise known as Hump Day, 
it's time to talk about some NFL teams who might be able to get over the hump and end their playoff droughts here in 2022. Starting with the Denver Broncos, who have not made the playoffs since 2015, the year they won the Super Bowl in Peyton Manning's last season with the Denver Broncos. Right now, their price over at DraftKings, minus 145 to make the playoffs, plus 120 to miss the playoffs, and I'm rolling with Denver. Broncos country, let's ride. I'm in on this Denver Broncos team because I'm in on the changes at head coach and at quarterback. In fact, I bet them to win the AFC West at plus 320 earlier this month because I believe the delta between Drew Locke slash Teddy Bridgewater and Russell Wilson is the size of the Grand Canyon. It's a massive upgrade at the most important position, which is going to unlock a lot of the rest of the playmakers that we see on this offense. I've already said that on this show that I'm a big Cortland Sutton fan, and I like him to win Offensive Player of the Year at 100 to 1 or better if you can find that price. I think the defense might take a slight step back because of the loss of Vic Fangio. He is one of the best defensive minds in football, but they still have a good amount of talent on the front end and especially in the secondary with Patrick Sertan II and Justin Simmons backing that DB group. The schedule is also favorable early on. Now, it gets tougher later on in the season, but if you look at that first column there for our viewing audience at Seattle, home against the Texans, home against the Niners, at the Raiders, home against the Colts, I mean, that's four wins probably in the first six weeks, in my opinion, for this Broncos team. So I think that they can build some momentum early on that carries them into December and January. So I'm in on this Denver team to make the playoffs and end that drought. The next team on this list, the New York Giants. Can they get over the hump? Big Blue have not made the playoffs since 2016. And I think that, unfortunately, <laughs> they might not be ending the drought this year in 2022. As much as I'd love to make the argument for the Giants to get to the postseason, I just can't do it, especially at the price of plus 230 to make the playoffs. They're minus 280 to miss the playoffs over at DraftKings. Now, full transparency. I bet on the Giants at 10 to 1 to win the NFC East, just in case Brian Dayball can get the most out of Daniel Jones and this offense. However, the reports out of training camp have not been good about Daniel Jones, about the offense as a whole. I mean, Tyrod Taylor reportedly is getting work with the number one offense. Dayball said that it was always a plan and we shouldn't read into that, but which quarterback one do you see that established? is having their backup get work with the ones. We don't really see that at NFL training camp. So while I'm intrigued on the Giants at a big long shot price to win the division at plus 230 to make the playoffs, I just can't get there. So I'm going to say the Giants probably missed the playoffs and I probably just sent a donation to the sports books with my 10 to 1 ticket. Uh, the next team to discuss, the Detroit Lions. They also have not made the playoffs since 2016. They're plus 400 to make it, minus 550 to miss the playoffs. And I hope I'm not just falling victim to the hard knocks hype here because I'm in on the Detroit Lions. I'm in on Dan Campbell. This team is going to the playoffs. I've already bet them at this price of plus 400 to make the playoffs. Detroit is probably one of the five to 10 best offensive lines in football. So I like how they built this roster despite having Jared Goff at quarterback, but the roster is good on the offensive line. The defensive line also has big time potential, especially if Aiden Hutchinson can pop and be an immediate impact in his rookie year. In a rather weak NFC, I think there's going to be a team that sneaks in as a six or a seven seed there just because this is not a conference that's very strong. It's much weaker than what we see out there in the AFC. So why not the Lions, who play in a rather weak division outside of Green Bay? There's no other team that's solidified as a playoff caliber team. So I'm going to take the Lions at plus 400 to make the playoffs. The next team, the Miami Dolphins, have not made the playoffs since 2016, plus 140 to make minus 175 to miss. This one is a tough one because I like the additions. I like what they brought in down there to South Beach. 
but I'm going to say the Dolphins don't get over the hump. I'm going to say they miss the playoffs this year. Over the past couple years, the Dolphins have been near the top of the league in forced turnovers, which might change with Brian Flores no longer on the staff. Also, the AFC is just so damn difficult. I'd like to get more than plus 140 if I'm going to bet on Miami to make the postseason here. Tyreek Hill, he's going to make that offense crazy explosive, but with question marks on both sides of the ball and a first-year head coach, I can't get there at this price. And finally, the last team, the Los Angeles Chargers, have not made the playoffs since 2018. This is not a big drought by any means, but it's surprising given the quarterback that they have there in L.A. Minus 200 to make it, plus 160 to miss the playoffs. This is the year for the Chargers to finally break through, in my opinion. And I'll say this, barring an injury to Justin Herbert, if they miss the playoffs, they should just fire Brandon Staley because they have no excuse to miss the playoffs despite how tough the division is that they play in. Uh, the roster has so much talent. Congratulations to Derwin James, who just inked a big deal earlier this morning. I mean, you got him, you got Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, and that's just the defense on offense. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, and then you have a quarterback who has a rocket launcher for an arm and a computer for a brain. This team should be destined for postseason play this January. And if they don't get there, something severely wrong has happened in Los Angeles. So that is hump day. And the teams I believe will make the playoffs and the teams I think will miss the playoffs and continue those droughts. Quick one, bonus one, Major League Baseball. Manners are getting over the hump, baby. Soto Mojo is back. October baseball will be back in the Pacific Northwest for the first time since 2001. All right, that does it for the first segment. On the other side, let's hit the hardwood with Daniel Alvari, host of the LA CityCast, talking all things WNBA playoffs. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. 
I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. This is My Guys in the Desert coming to you from the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe in for Stormy Bonatoni. And speaking of these Bet River City casts here, we got one of our City Cast All Stars joining us on the show right now. Our first guest, Danielle Alvari, host of the LA City Cast. Danielle, hope all is well out there in sunny SoCal. Um, want to start, we're going to talk a little WNBA, but I want to start with King James, the king of Los Angeles, LeBron James. Two-year, $97 million extension. Has he let you borrow some money just yet? Uh, <laughs> well, he's made me a lot of money. I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. Fading the Lakers last year was a very profitable endeavor. Yes. But uh, I don't think anybody is shocked here, obviously. There's no other place that LeBron really fits at this time. Obviously, mm-hmm. we haven't even really seen a trail off in his game at this point. Still kind of at the top of his game and obviously waiting to have his son possibly join him. So I wasn't even (laughs) sure what team would even possibly have the cap space to take him on in free agency. And now it's funny because if you had somebody who didn't follow basketball very closely and said, who do you think is the the highest paid player? uh, They would probably guess LeBron James because he's the most well-known and yet he wasn't until now. So he's finally Mm -hmm. surpassed Kevin Durant, 532 million in career earnings. That sounds about right for LeBron James. And how fortunate am I that I get to talk about all the Los Angeles teams and I all also get LeBron James. So obviously the Lakers were not that fun for me to talk about this last uh, season. <laughs> so we'll see how that progresses, but uh, I don't know that it's going to be a lot better if we're going to be having Bronny join him. Do you think his son's going to join him? I mean, who knows what happens with this Bronny thing? We're just trying to figure out where he's going to go to college. LeBron's getting defensive out there saying Bronny's going to decide on his own time. I think LeBron's going to be a fantastic recruiting parent. I'm, re- I'm ready to see that stage of his life here, but who knows what happens with Bronny James? Well, hopefully he doesn't bribe his way into USC. That's all we hope. <laughs> Well played, Daniel, our resident UCLA Bruin, uh, bringing oh, back that story. What was that, two years ago or so, that whole thing going on? Kind it happens like, every year, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Um, the L.A. football teams in the professional ranks there, we'll get to them. Uh, they're playing Friday night and Saturday night. Friday night's a game, the Rams three-point underdogs against the Houston Texans, mm-hmm. total 38 and a half. And then Saturday, my beloved Dallas Cowboys taking on the L.A. Chargers as three-point dogs, the total 37 and a half. Have you been betting this preseason and anything for you this weekend in these two two games with the LA teams. No, I don't have a death wish. I, I'm not a preseason football better, but I have been following, obviously, what's going on, especially with our L.A. teams. And by the way, Cowboy fans, you guys are special. You, you even called them yeah. beloved after all they've put I'm, you through. I, it's It's been a lot of stress, to be quite honest. 
I have cowboy fans, friends, and I'm like, how do you do it year in and yeah. year out? And it just, it's, it's really, it's a testament to your guys' character. But Rams Texans is actually interesting to me, obviously, because it's polar opposites here. We have a team that finished winning the Super Bowl and a team that finished with like an all-time worst record ever. <laughs> uh, still is really, really facing a deficit in their offense and in regards to the Texans, at least. So I kind of lean under here, which is interesting because weirdly enough, we've been seeing a little bit more overaction, but this is down from 39 to about 38 and a half in most spots, I think. So I would look towards uh, under the total for this one. Bryce Perkins looked great versus mm -hmm. the Chargers last weekend. The Rams were underdogs in that too, and they won. They've actually been really good at covering preseason games historically, if you're into trends and also unders as well have, have worked definitely in the favor of the Texans and both the Rams. So five and one to the under in their last six preseason for the Texans, eight and one to the under for the Rams last um, nine games. So that, of course, we don't just bet trends blindly, but I do think that this is an opportunity where even Bryce Perkins, for example, yeah. is going to be rushing a lot. So he's going to run that clock out. So I, I think we could see an under here. Chargers and Cowboys I'm less interested in, <laughs> uh, but more mostly just because the Chargers are favored here. If they if they were getting some points, that'd be more interesting to me. Yeah, I was hoping that DraftKings would put up a prop of Cowboys penalties. Maybe we go over on that one uh, since they oh, seem no. since they seem to have an affinity for a penalty. 17 of them last Saturday in the loss to Denver. We're speaking with Daniel Alvari, host of the L.A. CityCast. Let's get to the WNBA because this is a great time of the year. Playoffs tipping off tonight. Game ones tonight and tomorrow night. But before we get into the game ones, I want to ask you about the series prices. The Aces are laying 2,000 against minus 2,000 yeah. against the Phoenix Mercury. Then you have the Sky, minus 425. Sun, minus 750. So some pretty prohibitive favorites there. But the 4-5 matchup, Seattle and Washington, you see the Storm, minus 165. Mystics, plus 135. Any value for you here on the series props? Or maybe you parlay all the big favorites, and that's how we can come Ooh. up with a bet. Oh, man, it's tough. There's some other ways I think you could look at this besides series specific. You could actually do the exacta. So mm. if you wanted to do like aces to win in two, you would get a lot better than minus 2000. I'm sure it's skyrocketed since I last looked at it, but it was closer to around the minus 200 range. So aces in two, if they don't win this in two, it would be pretty embarrassing for the aces because <laughs> the Mercury are working with nothing right now. Skylar Diggins-Smith is out for personal reasons. Diana Taurasi is out uh, with a quad injury. We know Brittany Griner hasn't been there all season. Tina Charles deserted them, married up, went to the storm, might be winning a championship <laughs> with them. So the Mercury are just so depleted and the aces really just have their starting five. So that's why it's a little dicey for me to bet this one full game because you're getting 16 points in a playoff game here with the Mercury yeah. who are playing with a bunch of players you, we definitely don't know the names of, but the Aces could kind of pull things back at the end if they're up by a ton. And if they put in anybody who's not their starting five, there will be no points being scored. So this one's really squirrely for me to bet. But as far as the series is concerned, um, you could look at something like the Aces to win in two. And the other series are, are also pretty pretty obvious as well. The top four or five teams in this league are are the teams are looking at to win one of these championships. So Sky Liberty is interesting. I don't see the Liberty upsetting. Honestly, on this board, the only one I could see upsetting is the Wings. If you think the mm. Wings could upset the Sun at five to one, that would be a fun bet, especially if you're a Dallas fan. Okay, plus 500. Well, I'm not a Dallas fan in the WNBA. I, I, I rep my Pacific Northwest roots there, the Seattle Storm. Um, okay. So uh, hoping to get another title after the title in the bubble. A couple Isn't of years that ago. convenient, Femi? It just <laughs> happened to be repping the the storm on Sue Bird's yeah. last playoff run. Exactly. You know, see, hey, that, that's the team. I covered them when I was working in Seattle. Uh, I'm a Pacific Northwest guy. Oh, I just so happened to be born down in Dallas, so that's why I got cursed with this Cowboys love as well. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Um, any value for you in the futures market before we get to some of the other game ones? Because I'm seeing the Aces plus 150, Chicago's plus 250, the Sun plus 320, the Storm plus 650. But as you mentioned, you believe those top four teams are 
a kind of a, a neck above the rest of the competition here. Any value for you in the futures market, or do you have any tickets that you're riding into the playoffs? So unfortunately, I'm I'm working with my Mystics 15 to one ticket, and the mm. Storm are at home, and it's Sue Bird's final playoff run. And Brianna Stewart's been incredible, especially for whatever reason against the Mystics this season. So I have a lot against me now. You can see them still sitting at 12 to one there, uh, and that's probably accurate now, given that the the path that they have to win the championship. Mm-hmm. But that's the one future ticket I have. The other team that I was keeping my eye on and thought could win this still is the Chicago sky. They can run it back. They're the only team with the depth to do it. They have veteran talent. They did it last year. They retained most of their team. Only diamond to shields uh, to the mercury was their only loss last year. Of course they have Candace Parker at, as at the helm as well. Courtney Vandersloot, Ali Quigley. It's just, it's a roster that's full of talent and they can, stretch that a little bit further than let's say the aces and a team that they've also been able to beat. They've also beat all of the top four teams this season. So the sky are interesting, but only at plus two fifty. you know? Well, what about the sky tonight in game one against the New York Liberty? We've seen the market really back Chicago in this spot here. It opened six. Now it's up to 10 totals at one sixty six and a half here. Uh, Which, which side are you leaning on here? The sky and uh, Liberty matchup. Well, I'll start off by saying that the two games I like better are the Thursday games. But when I looked at the slate for today, I did end up going with the Liberty. And I'm glad I didn't bet last night because when I woke up this morning, it's Liberty 10. So this was actually Mm -hmm. opened around seven and a half. And we see Liberty plus 10 now. I think it swung a little bit too far here. It's interesting because in the last time these two teams played, they've played four times this season. um, And the Sky won three of the, I believe, three and one of them. But their most recent game, the Sky only won by eight. And before that, they were really close games. So I thought it was a little bit, I thought it was a little offensive, honestly, that the Liberty were getting eight. Now we're seeing 10. Now, of course, uh, in case you missed it, the start of the season, the sky completely blew out the Liberty by 30 points. This is not that same Liberty team. Um, so I'm expecting a lot more from them. But the Liberty live and die by the three ball. So if that's not going in tonight, it could be a long night for them. Daniel, we got about a minute and a half left here. What do you like in tomorrow night's game once? Uh, Dallas plus 10. It's disrespectful. It's disrespectful. Mm. So Dallas and <laughs> Dallas and the Sun played three regular season games, and Dallas won two of them. Also, little known fact: Dallas on the road is incredible. For whatever reason, they cover on the road as road dogs. So uh, Dallas is going to be on the road for these first two games. If they can squeak it out to a third game, then it goes back to their home court, which I think is actually a disadvantage for them for whatever <laughs> reason. But Dallas plus 10, again, I think that this has swung too far. Dallas hasn't even lost a game by 10 to the sun like that really at all this season. So it'll be interesting to see what actually transpires because the sun have been doing a lot better since the all-star break, but Dallas plus 10 and also mystics and storm over 159, which is dicey. I hate betting mystics overs because they have by, by and large been the largest under team by a lot by five games. They have five more unders than any other team in the league, mm-hmm. but the storm have been on fire lately and they are at home at Suber's final playoff run, as I mentioned, and they've been scoring an average of 90, 95 points in their last three games. So I think the storm are going to push the pace. It's unfortunate because for my mystics ticket, I actually need the mystics to slow this game down for them to have a <laughs> chance. So we'll see. It's, it's kind of an emotional hedge, maybe it may be an emotional hedge, or you're just unbiased. You're, you're not going to yeah. go with the bet that you made there. You're facing the facts and you like the over Danielle Alvari, host of the LA city cast. We appreciate the time, Danielle. Good luck with the WNBA bets. And we'll talk soon. Thanks, Femi. Awesome stuff there from Danielle. Giving me a little bit of shade for my Seattle Storm love, but you know what? Hey, uh, it happens. I'm, I'm all over the place with my teams, but go Seattle Storm tonight. Hopefully that gets home for Danielle as well. On the other side, Steve Buchanan of DraftKings joins us to talk a little Major League Baseball. 
You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of My Guys in the Desert is presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zinn understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zinn will be there for you. So check out Zinn Nicotine Pouches at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back. This is My Guys in the Desert coming to you from the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe filling in for Stormy Bonantoni. And joining us now here at the halfway point of the show, it's our buddy Steve Buchanan, DraftKings contributor. Steve, hope all is well out there back east. Uh, And I want to start with the American League East. The matchup tonight between the New York Yankees and the Tampa Bay Rays. The Yankees have been in a free fall since the post-All-Star break. What is wrong with them and are you fading them tonight? Yeah, look, honestly, like, I think this is just a slump that they're going through. The problem with the Yankees is they just hadn't endured this type of slump at any point this season until now. But really, ever since they came out of this all-star break, they've just really been struggling at the plate. I saw they made some moves here. They brought up a couple kids from the minor leagues, hoping that can inject something into this offense. But I'm totally fading them tonight. I like the value you're getting here on the Rays, especially on the money line at plus 115. Going up against Corey Kluber, he's pitched well against this Yankees club twice already and that's when they weren't slumping earlier in the year (laughs) 12 innings pitched combined against this club one earned run on seven hits eight strikeouts in those two starts combined but you know like we mentioned the second half of the yankees they're hitting a combined 229 as a club in a rank 15th in runs scored through the second half of the year so far and then i really don't really trust much with domingo herman 4.18 era on the season through 23 and two-thirds innings so i don't think this is going to be a great spot for him against those, this Rays offense so given the value you're getting here on the Rays as underdogs against this struggling yankees club well let's stay with an american league east team the boston red sox are in pittsburgh to take on the pirates right now the consensus line red sox minus 160 pirates plus 135 as the home dog but you like the total in this spot why yeah i like this game going over eight runs you got rich hill taking the mound for the red sox and he just simply does not go deep into games he's gone under five innings pitched in 10 of the 17 starts that he's made this season. And then in the two starts that he's made coming off the injured list, a combined seven whopping innings in those two starts. And if that means he's coming out of this game early, that means plenty of the Red Sox bullpen. And that's not usually a good thing, especially Mm. if you're betting on the Red Sox. They have a 5.66 ERA this month. That bullpen we're talking about, one of the highest in the league. And then you got Contreras pitching for the Pirates tonight. Hasn't been as good as advertised. He has a 3.78 ERA in the majors, but an expected ERA of 5.26. If you're not familiar with that stat, really what this measures is what a pitcher's ERA would look like if you strip away events that require defense. So what that really tells you is that he's been getting bailed out by his defense a lot this season when your ERA is almost a run and a half higher than your expected ERA. So there's a big difference there, too. This Red Sox offense has been humming along lately. They get Xander Bogarts back tonight as well. So eight runs just feels a little too low for me. So give me the over on this game. 
We're speaking with Steve Buchanan, DraftKings contributor. Steve, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about the Seattle Mariners. You've been you've been beating this drum about the Seattle Mariners since the winter time, uh, and I'm a Seattle native. So I, and I was a little apprehensive to start the season. I was like, all right, maybe and they've made some good additions. This team is young. We'll see what happens. But they have really popped since about June. Yeah. Um, are they going to win the World Series? Is that what we're, is that what is on uh, on deck here? Is that a possibility? How, how far can this Mariners team go? Well, put it this way. If they win the World Series, you and I are going out on night of the town on me. We'll be, we'll be rolling in it, baby, if they, win the, if they win the World Series. I will say, though, like for as much as people don't want to give this credit team, and when you look at the teams that are in contention right now, it's like, okay, maybe the Mariners can't you know, level up with some of these other teams. With that being said, the Mariners have one of the most underrated pitching staffs as a whole. I think in all of baseball right now, that rotation is deadly. The back of that bullpen is almost untouchable when you think of some of the guys that they have back there as well. If they can get hot at the right time and during those playoffs, they truly could be a force that people don't see coming here. But they basically all have uh, a wild card spot wrapped up unless something crazy happens at this point. I think they're up a game and a half at this point with that top wild card spot. So mm -hmm. I think they can go fairly deep in this playoffs. Do I think that they're going to win the World Series? Realistically, I don't know if they have that good of a chance, but let me tell you, buddy, me and you, we'll yes. be hooking up if they're in that World <laughs> Series and we'll be going somewhere nice. Hey, we'll, we'll have to have you come out here to Vegas and we can find some places to spend some money out here. Trust me. <laughs> oh, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Mariners up 4-1, by the way, in the top of the fifth against the LA Angels, George Kirby on the mound. So the Soto mojo, we're keeping it going here. Um, but I want to <laughs> ask you about the American League Central here because the Cleveland Guardians taking on the Detroit Tigers later on this afternoon. Cleveland minus 220, the home favorite. Tigers plus 180. Totals at 7.5. I'm heavily invested on the White Sox to win the division. So I'm hoping Cleveland loses this game, clearly. But you see it another way. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be happening tonight, at least. But uh, even though they have dropped two against the Tigers so far, but mm -hmm. I think this is a spot to take them on the run line at minus one and a half going against this Tigers team. The Guardians have been one of the better teams on the run line this season. They've gone 62 and 55, which is good for 53% of their games at hitting the run line. Detroit has been one of the worst going 53 and 66. I like their matchup tonight going up against Daniel Norris, who puts a lot of men on base. He's walking an average of just under six batters per nine inning. That's not going to lead to good things when you're walking that many guys and putting so many men uh, on the base paths. And that actually works out well for the Guardians. Since the All-Star break, they've been one of the best clubs in all of baseball hitting with runners on scoring position. They're hitting 269 in that scenario. That ranks them the sixth best in the league. So they've been cashing in when they've been putting runners in scoring position. And like I mentioned, with the amount of guys that Norris is putting on base, there could be a lot of opportunities for that here tonight. So I like them on the run line, minus one and a half. You're getting that at minus 105. I think that's a solid number for a Guardians team that's done so well on the run line all season long. All right, all right. We'll give them one tonight. We'll give them one tonight. But yeah, then... Yeah, yeah. Later this weekend, that's a massive series, Guardians of the White Sox. We'll yes. see if uh, Chicago can make up some ground in that one. Um, the American League West, the last place team, the Oakland A's, 42-75. and 75. How are we looking to uh, fade them tonight? Yeah, we fade them all the time, and I am so happy that I had the <laughs> under 69.5 wins for them this year. I think nice. we already can catch that ticket already. That was a good one there. But I like the Rangers team total to go over 4.5 runs tonight. They're going up against Adam Aller who has really struggled as a starter since coming up to the majors this season through 40 innings pitched. 
has an 8.10 ERA, 12 home runs allowed, and 20 walks in those games. He made a start earlier this season against the Rangers, gave up five runs on five hits through five and a third inning. So exactly what you would need if you to go over that four and a half run total here. Then you got the A's bullpen. I don't know what's going on with that group of relievers back mm-hmm. there. Already given up 10 home runs this month in relief. That's tied for the most in the league. Now, I know there's a lot of chaos going on with the Rangers organization right now. This team can still hit. They still got a really solid offense. So going over four and a half runs tonight, I like that number a lot. Getting that at minus 120 on DraftKings Sportsbook, I think that's a really solid number in a matchup they should be putting a lot of offense in. All right, see, we talked side total. We've talked team totals. Let's get to the player prop, and it's with Carlos Rodon of the New, of the San Francisco New York Giants. God, my head is in football season already. Of the San Francisco <laughs> Giants, they're taking on the Arizona Diamondbacks. How are we attacking Carlos Rodon from a player prop standpoint? Yeah, I like taking his under on his strikeout prop tonight at seven and a half. He's not usually somebody I fade his strikeout prop with here, but. The Arizona Diamondbacks, they don't do many things well, but they don't strike out a lot, especially against lefties. They rank 22nd in K rate against left-handed pitching at just around 19%. So it's obviously in the lower part of the, uh, of the, uh, in the league. Now he's faced them twice already this year Went under one of those games did go over in the last one, getting 10 strikeouts in that one, but the Diamondbacks do make a lot of contact. So I think this is a pretty fair number to take the under in. So obviously we're looking for under eight strikeouts in this one. It's going to be a bit of a sweaty bet. I will admit that to that one there, but with the amount, or should I say the, the lack of strikeouts that the Diamondbacks usually produce, I think this is a decent spot to go under this total here. So give me under seven and a half strikeouts for Rodon tonight. Steve, we got about 40 seconds left. Who's going to win the NL central? Oh, I think it's got to be the Cardinals. I just, they, they did what they needed to do at the trade deadline. I like the moves that they made there in the rotation. They seem to do that every trade deadline. They add a couple of starters there. The Brewers just simply, they subtracted really. And that's not yeah. a position that they should be in. It was an odd trade deadline for the Brewers. I think the Cardinals start running away from this, especially with the Brewers. They cannot hit left-handed pitching. That's going to be a huge issue for them. So I think the Cardinals are going to start to run away with this division. Yeah, and didn't really make any sense. That Josh Hader trade, I'm still confused by it, by the Milwaukee yep. Brewers. I was like, you guys were as a dark horse doing the World Series, and there you go, you're sending your best no reliever doubt. away. Uh, doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but maybe they have a grandmaster plan for the long term. He is Steve Buchanan, DraftKings contributor, joining us here on My Guys in the Desert. Steve, great info, great energy, as always, and we'll talk soon. All right, but we'll talk to you next time. Thanks. It's, like I said, Steve, has been he's been beating the drum for the Seattle Mariners since spring training. And like I said, I was not I was not sold because I've seen too much from the Seattle Mariners team, but they appear to be turning the corner this season. Uh, it's going to be a fun October with this baseball, the good division races, NL Central, AL Central. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Can the Yankees get it together? Who knows? Maybe not tonight. Steve, he likes the raise on the money line. All right, we wrap up the show on the other side. Chuck Esposito of Stations joins us here on VC. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4. 
Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN College Football Guide is out now, and our NFL Guide drops next week. Our experts provide profiles of every team with team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations. Plus, best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become a VEASAN all-access subscriber. So sign up on our discounted football special and get all access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This is the final segment of My Guys in the Desert coming to you from the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe filling in for Stormy Bonatoni. And to help us wrap up the show, we bring in our guy, Station Sportsbook Director Chuck Esposito joining us here this afternoon. Chuck, we appreciate the time as always. And I want to start off with these NFL stage of elimination props because I think this is really cool and an interesting way to attack some of these betting markets. And let's start off with the Super Bowl champion L.A. Rams. Right now to miss the playoffs plus 210, losing the wild card, losing divisional round, losing the conference championship or Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl. We have all these options. Which option are the betters attacking? I think these are fun. You know, we were looking for more and more stuff that we could put on the board uh, going into football season. And I think the exact finish in the division and the stage of elimination were both really interesting. Um, you know, I, they've only been up for a short time. They are getting some play. More so the exact um, finish in the division is getting a lot of play for some teams. 
But stage of elimination for the Rams, um, you know, are they going to be able to get back again? We know how tough it is uh, to be a repeat champion in this league. But um, I think losing the conference finals at plus four to one um, is getting a little bit of love so far from the betters, thinking that uh, Rams will get to the NFC title game, but could lose that title game. No, that makes a lot of sense uh, with the Rams. They, they, of the teams in the NFC, they got a lot of continuity, and they added Allen Robinson as well to that offensive attack to a pair with Cooper Cup. From the Super Bowl champions to now this year's Super Bowl favorite, the Buffalo Bills, they're the favorites to win it all. 6-1 to one is their price, but you can get them at plus 400 to lose in the Super Bowl, plus 300 conference finals, plus 240 divisional round, plus 325 in the wild card, plus 400 to miss the playoffs entirely. I know the public is loving this Buffalo Bills team. Uh, is that reflective behind the window as well? It is. You know, I think when you look at Buffalo and I think when you look at the AFC, there's a lot more parity and a lot tougher, I think, at the top in the AFC than there is in the NFC. Um, but Buffalo is clearly the team that they're backing. Um, you know, the one team that's getting a lot of love in the AFC is the Chargers. Although they don't really have a home stadium, but uh, the Chargers are the team that is getting a tremendous amount of love. Uh, and I'd say the Eagles are the team that people kind of like is those two Vogue teams in the AFC and NFC that are getting a lot of play on these exact finish in the division and the stage of elimination. So are they liking the Chargers to win the Super Bowl or how far do they think the Chargers can go? Yeah, it's actually both. I mean, they like the Chargers to win the Super Bowl. Um, they're a team that, you know, we've seen their odds drop. Um, if there's not liability on them yet, but it's not a, a big win. Uh, they're clearly backing them way more than they are um, the Chiefs and the Broncos. But it's funny, but two of the teams that we have the most tickets on um, to win the Super Bowl, both are in the AFC West. One is the Chargers that everybody really likes right now. And then, of course, our home bias with the Raiders. Mm -hmm. um, more tickets on the Raiders by, uh, by a mile than any other team uh, to win the Super Bowl. We're speaking with Chuck Esposito, station sportsbook director. And it's interesting, the Chargers, I get why a lot of people love them. And I like this Chargers team quite a bit. They're really talented. They should be a playoff team. But I think as a collective, we're sleeping on Denver. Russell Wilson didn't look that great last year after the injury. Uh, this Broncos team, they haven't been to the playoffs since 2015. Uh, how are betters uh, getting involved with Denver this season? They're definitely backing Denver. Um, but they're kind of the, they're the third choice in that division. There's no question that they play in the toughest division in all of football. You look at those four quarterbacks, how tough that they are, uh, and the skill position players that, that Wilson has around him with Sutton and Judy and, and Williams and Hamler and Gordon. We know that defense is good. I think they lost more one-score games in the last three years than any team in football. Mm -hmm. um, but that is a tough division. I mean, you think about the Raiders. Three of their first five games are against division opponents. And that's 50% of their division games will know the outcome after five weeks. So I think pretty early in the AFC West, we're going to get a clear indication if there's any separation there or these four teams are going to be kind of beating each other up all season long. I think it's more interesting how many of these teams actually make the postseason. Could we see three teams from the AFC West make the postseason this year? Yeah, I wouldn't surprise me if we did. We saw three teams make it from the NFC West a year ago, but that AFC conference just out, not even the West, the entirety of the whole thing, it's really, really difficult there. Um, you mentioned the division finishing positions have been uh, popular among the betting public for you guys here. Any interesting or surprising ones that you've seen for team to finish in first place or team to finish in last place? Yeah, it's, it's one of the divisions that we talked about, and that's the AFC West is that the Chargers are getting so much love. They're plus $1.90 uh, to finish first, 
The Chiefs are plus 150, but really the team that's getting more play is the Chargers. And then if you look, I'm using my voice a little bit, I apologize. When you look at the NFC East, the Cowboys are the favorite. The second choice is the Eagles at plus 135, but the Eagles are getting more love. So I think in those two divisions, you can make a solid case for the team that's listed at second to have the lowest odds to finish second is getting a lot of love to actually finish first. How's the preseason been treating you guys so far? We saw all the totals hit in week number one, 14 and three. The overs go ahead, went ahead and cashed there. Um, how's the week two preseason? How have the betting public kind of uh, reacted to what we saw last weekend? Well, it's been okay if you want to throw the two Raider games out. Um, the, the public has backed them like they did in the regular season. Our biggest decision of the day on Sunday and our biggest decision in preseason so far was that, that Raiders game on Sunday against the Vikings. So no question the betters haven't let up from where they were last year. Uh, we are seeing a lot of overs, as you mentioned. 14 of the 17 games, including the Hall of Fame game, went over. Mm-hmm. A lot more of those um, penalties have been called on illegal contact. We'll see how that carries over to week two. Overall, phenomenal handle. That Raider handle on Sunday was greater also than any baseball game that day, just to kind of put it in the perspective. Wow. We know, uh, you know, you don't know a lot of starters are playing. We do know the quarterback rotations, but I think it just screams the power of football. And with so many of these games on TV now, there's a huge correlation with being able to bet preseason football and watch preseason football. So, uh, yay, sports books. We're glad preseason's <laughs> here. Uh, but the betters have done really well in the Raider game, both Raiders games, and the over so far through uh, you know week one. Yay, sports books. Yeah, we're all happy that football is coming back here because we're a football country. Um, before we get to the WNBA, I want to ask you one last football question. Uh, the, the season win total unders, is there a team that a lot of the folks are attacking in this market? Yeah, they're going under a, they're, they're going under a lot on Chicago. Um, I, I think you looked at that, um, you know, they parted ways with a lot of veteran players, a uh, whole new coaching staff there, didn't score at all with their starters in against the, um, in their first preseason game against Kansas City. We know that after Mooney, there's not a lot of you know depth at wide receiver. Uh, Chicago's one of those teams that they're playing under a lot uh, right now. And surprisingly, in that same division, a team that they're going over is the Detroit Lions. <laughs> yeah, the, the hard knocks hype. It's real for the Detroit Lions out there in, well, in we Michigan. We shall see. We shall see. But, yep, yeah. um, you know, they did lose their first preseason game, um, kind of gave it away at the end. But, um, but they're a fun team. I think they've got a lot of talented skill position players with, with Swift and, and, and St. Brown and Hawkinson and a, and a really good offensive line. Uh, can Jared Goff get him to the next level? And defensively, can a lot of those guys kind of step up? But, um, but they're a team that they're backing on the over pretty good so far. Chuck, we got about a minute left. You mentioned the Raiders are one of your biggest liabilities in the NFL. Are the Aces one of your biggest liabilities in the WNBA since they are the favorites to win the title? You know, they're really not. I think any time in all sports we've always talked about the teams that are kind of the favorite and lower odds to start the season. And the Aces were on top of our future book board um, to win the WNBA championship. So they're not a big winner, but they're not a liability um, either. Uh, although in game one, we've seen their number go up uh, mm-hmm. two and a half points against the Mercury. Uh, they finished the season, you know, on a four game winning streak. Um, they're a team that they're going to back in the postseason. My guess is we're going to need the Mercury in every game in this series <laughs> and whoever the Aces play the rest of the way. 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> in a spot where you need the Phoenix Mercury, but hey, like you mentioned, the Aces, they could win by 12 or 13, and to them, a win is a win, but to you guys, that would, be, that would be a lot more meaningful if the Mercury ended up covering tonight, uh, tip-off at 7 o'clock between the Phoenix Mercury and the Las Vegas Aces, Game 1 of the WNBA playoffs. He is Chuck Pizzito, the station sportsbook director. Chuck, we appreciate the time as always, and hope to talk soon. All right, sounds great, guys. Thanks for having me on. Good stuff there from Chuck. How about that in the NFL? There's a two NFC North teams, the Bears under, the Lions over, and that feels like that's a general sentiment from not only just the betting community, but the football-watching community as well. This Lions team, a lot of people love them, and we'll see if that can come to fruition on the actual field. They were the cover machines last year, but can they actually translate those into victories? We shall see only a month away. That does it for the show. Thank you to Chuck Esposito of Stations. Also, thank you to Daniel Alvari, host of the LA CityCast. And thank you to Steve Buchanan, DraftKings contributor. Coming up next, it's the Rush Hour with Danny Burke here on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.